Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 109, Episode 4 of Der Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck, fuck Fox News. Fuck, fuck. It's Thursday, November 21st, 2019. My name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I fell into a burning Jack O'Brien. He's wet down, down, down. Hot takes keep flying. And he burns, burns, burns. This Jack O'Brien. This Jack O'Brien. Uh, courtesy of Trike Gang, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! It's Miles Gray, a.k.a. Oh, here we go. And these are all uh, Sopranos, a.k.a.s. A.k.a. Stony Soprano, a.k.a. A.J., a.k.a. Big Pussy Energy Bompensiero, a.k.a. Hash Radkin, a.k.a. Please RT Buco and AKA <laughs> Please RT just, Buco. AKA Easy Falco. <laughs> the best. That's incredible. Look, got my ED brand in there for ED Falco. And that is from At Water Chestnut. Please Two. RT Buco. That's yeah. a great Twitter handle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was that? That was just TDZ AKA? No, that was from Walnut Chestnut Jr. Hell yeah. Mm. Who I believe is uh, some kind of. Ban at sea, I believe, if I recall past tweets from this person. I, I can't recall. Metaphorically speaking? Or no, I feel like oh, okay. he has said he was maybe some kind of merchant marine or something. Oh, I don't word. know. That's like a sailor name. Yeah. Yeah. Or I felt like, the, I don't know, I I, I, I kind of have all these memories of people's tweets at me, and I felt like at one point referenced a boat or something. Anyway, right. you can let me know in the comments. I, a boat yeah. made of walnut and chestnut yeah, wood. A dugout boat. Uh, Well, who's that other voice? Who's that? We're yeah. hearing. We're hearing from the hilarious comedian Francesca Fiorentini. Hi. How are you? Is my la- name long enough to make up for the fact that I have no other nicknames? Uh, mm. Well, you you were saying some. Frank, Frankie Fiori? Fran- oh, yeah. Franny Fio. Franny Fio is my Twitter yeah. handle. A very sailor as well. Aye. I'm, I'm <laughs> the Franny Fio. Aye, it's me, Franny Fio. <laughs> Do you always go by Francesca to every single person you know on earth? No. Okay, so what are the breaks of some of those? You just can't call me Fran, but anything else. Frankie, Cheska. Okay. Franny. Cheska's cool. Scott, definitely in the sky. Scott. Scott. Yeah. Scottini. That sounds like my vlogger name for sure. Sounds like a really shitty martini from like the ska scene. Scottini is Brandy Posey's favorite drink at a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Francesca, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about today. Uh, There's a new Tabasco flavor. Mm. Uh, that's mainly it. I feel like that's going to take up the whole show, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, if we have time, I guess we'll get to uh, Sondland coming out throwing bombs. Uh, we're going to talk about Mike Pompeo, where he stands. Uh, we're going to talk about a new book called From Russia with Blood, uh, which, wild. Uh, basically, we're not going to talk about the book. We're going to talk about the Fresh Air interview that I heard with the author of that book. Uh, uh, I didn't air. read the damn thing. Yeah, you can uh, read Cannot. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a new monopoly that will soon be taking over our lives. We're going to talk about all sorts of shit. Uh, my favorite story is about Harriet Tubman, the mm-hmm. new Harriet Tubman yep. movie. Uh, could have gone a different way. Could have gone a very different direction. Uh, but first, Francesca, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh, God. Yeah, we're going to judge you. It's not really revealing. I was just looking through it. Uh, my search history is just trying to f- lightly fact check my tweets. So okay. yeah, I looked up Zoloft, 
because okay. Sondland felt like he was on it. Mm. So I was like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. He was just so happy. Yeah. He, and like really aloof. And yeah. I was like, man. And people are like, well, it's because he's like, you know, the truth will set you free. And he's telling the truth. I was like, no. And he didn't he seem like Olaf. he had, he, like, might, uh, he might have pilled up something. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. He had a very carefree attitude today. And he was really just sort of like, I don't know, did I do something? I, I agree. I think there were some... Or Zanny. I mean, I don't know what we're calling it. I don't listen. I'm, I'm he would have been sloppy if he was Zanned out. Really? Right. Yeah, if he was Alexander the Great up there, I don't know. <laughs> he would have been in Zanzibar. He definitely seemed like he was just... He had like that faint smile of somebody who's yeah. on a, a new drug. Exactly. Ambassador Sondland, are you in Zanzibar yeah. right now? Are you or have you He would have been, been a loop. He would have been like, what? Yeah, uh, and sometimes people get that voice like when they take in uh, benzos. I, <laughs> They're just like, you know, like you kind of get the vocal fry. You here. get the vocal fry. Right. I don't know. I just I just took half of a Xanax once, and I was like, life is great. <laughs> right. As a close what was friend I of mine says, about? very early on, he goes, "I think Xanax makes me the person I think I always wanted to be." Mm, yeah, and I was we, like, "That's a fine line." Yeah, and then he realized it wasn't the person he wanted to be. We've all said that on every single psychedelic every drug, yeah. we've ever done. Yeah, every yeah, drug. Yeah. I think I could do this all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. Every day. This is how <laughs> every the earth is always breathing. We just only can see it. Right <laughs> to me, being like, yo, can you pick me up at Ikea? I got fired. I got fired from got eating fired. directly out of the heating yeah. tray for the meatballs. Yeah. Probably the worst drug to be on while at work. Would, what? Psychedelics? Like, depends, on how you, yeah. depends on how you move. Man, sometimes weed could be terrible. Yeah. Like yeah, a boss weed, shows up well, suddenly. Me, you don't, weed would be awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, people I know who are like just they love they're like, oh yeah, acid I can function completely yeah. all day, but if I smoke a little bit of weed, I and am I'm like how? Yeah, that's what I am. Mm. I'm one of those. Uh what is something you think is underrated? Underrated voting. Okay. <laughs> that is underrated. I, I couldn't think a lot of... of people talking shit about voting. Out yeah. Here. No, but I I Actually, I have gone through moments in my life where I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, they're all the same, um, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. We're allowed to swear, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Only, But only when we talk about the government. Sure. But, <laughs> yes. Uh, and that's definitely changed in the Trump era. And I think right now, just this whole impeachment, I keep on coming back to the fact that, like, months ago, this would not have been possible, like, without the 2018 midterms. Like, if we right. hadn't, if there wasn't a Democratic majority right now, all of this yeah, Nothing. none of this yeah, just right. like, happening. yeah, there'd be a whistleblower. We wouldn't probably have access to just, a statement. Yeah, right. N- Laugh it off. Nunez would be taking, yeah, 3 a.m. Uber tr- trips to the White House. And like, <laughs> well, and that'd yeah. be it. And then yeah, we would just really be like, well, how come the Democrats don't do anything? And it's like, well, because they can't. Um, yeah, right. But, which is sad, and maybe that should change. Uh, but yeah, I keep on coming back to the fact that it's because we came out to vote. So, door knock, register people to vote, even the ones who look like they're going to be Republicans. Right. Yeah. No, you know? honestly, just get, if more people will vote and get in touch with like, I mean, what I guess the illusion of power we have sometimes or sure. just even though we do with a vote. But I think, yeah, it just it behooves us to get everybody to vote because at the end of the day, higher turnout means usually the better party wins. Yeah. What was the exactly. percentage like how much greater than the average vote? Uh, for a midterm was like the turnout. It was it, it was, was pretty high. high. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, I feel like we reached high. like forty seven percent. Right, and <laughs> like, usually right. it's in the twenties. Well, yeah. especially the last two, a couple gubernatorial elections, they were like, oh, turnout was pretty big. Yeah, yeah. And whenever there's high turnout, Democrats always win. Yeah, That's I was true. just, I guess my concern was that there was going to be high turnout, but then you know, by the time the next presidential election 
rolled around, people would just be so uh, beaten down that they wouldn't turn out. But I think I th- now nah, everyone think- still has that fucking yeah, chapped think- ass about this presidency that like the only salve that will soothe it is to see his ass i think out that's there. right yeah yeah but hopefully and let, if it doesn't that there's, ass Joe, yo, there's enough people are out here where i will scream at everybody in their face to be like get your ass to the polling place yeah yeah no i mean uh, i also listen shout out to like people of new hampshire and the people who get like a personal little like butt pat from every presidential right. candidate like as a Californian I'm like I right. want that yeah. right. you know like you go to New Hampshire and they're like oh yeah I've met Clinton I've met you like, know <laughs> yeah. I met Kasich I met not that Kasich is like whatever yeah. uh, I met you know uh, Jeb <laughs> mm-hmm. like you're like you know, yeah. there are people in this country who, because of the way the Electoral College is and the primaries and all that, they have personally felt the sweaty palms of every single right. candidate. And they're like, mm, didn't like the grip. Yeah, and, right. then, and then they won't vote for that person. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, we're all talking about Pete Buttigieg because like a bingo hall full of elderly people in Iowa like came around on him, and now right. we're all like, well, I guess he's gonna win. He so had a, he had a strong, he had strong eyes. Yeah, re- real good eye contact yeah. from that young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Well, you just named it. I definitely think uh, Buttigieg. I, um, I, bingo. I have a few other things <laughs> though. Uh, I think hot tubs, spicy tuna, and turkey. Wow. You're just hot tubs, throwing them spicy. out there. Okay, so okay, let's, let's take them one take, by one. Yeah. Okay. Hot tub, what, bacteria cesspool? Bacteria cesspool, I get. I think it like irritates my, I have sensitive skin. Mm. You're, you get out and mm-hmm. you're just immediately dry. Um, Is that the chlorine though, you think? It's the chlorine. It's the heat. Like you're always it's drinking. The it's the yeah. drinking mostly. Um, <laughs> so drinking, not using moisturizer most of my life. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's never clean. And it's and it's hard. First of all, it sucks up tons of energy. Yeah. Like obviously, get in a hot tub when you have a chance. But I'm one of those like ten minute hot tub people. I'm like, cool. Yeah, that was great. Right. Like, oh, let's move on. Fire. Yeah. yeah. Let's, do, let's not be in here anymore. Yeah. Um, spicy tuna is where uh, chefs notoriously hide old tuna. Yeah. Uh, you chop it up. You chop it up. You mm-hmm. add the spice. I've gotten sick off of it. Oh, also, shit. tuna fish are like six. They live for sixty years. Okay. They are like the grandparents of the sea, and we're eating them. Like no, you know, I'm not trying to say like sushi is bad or you're not trying to like cancel Japanese culture or anything but you better not cancel Japanese culture oh fuck (laughs) it's about to go down but but yeah spicy especially is like I've gotten sick off that it's like all the like yeah just add it in no one's gonna notice I don't need that well because I'm also a sushi snob being Japanese and I'm like that ain't it that's something y'all need yeah yeah (laughs) like when we have it we have something called negi toro which is basically a green onion with toro that's chopped up Right. But you can't fake the funk with Toro because right. that shit, that's the belly. That's the most, you know. It's got to be part. fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the spicy tuna, you know. It's, it is like the tikka masala. Like, it's the whitest. Right. Yeah. yeah. The general sows. Yes. Of, yeah. For sure. Well, actually, no. I think all them wacky ass rolls. Yeah. Those like, you know, when. Well, the California roll. Like, things that don't have. California roll is actually invented by a Japanese sushi chef. Oh, oh shit. What Vancouver. about cream cheese? Cream cheese. I mean, I'm sure because a lot of Japanese people came here and they're like, God damn, they don't want to eat the shit that we actually think is lit. (laughs) I guess I'd dumb it the fuck down. Yeah, yeah, You want a fucking asparagus and cream cheese? They're like, yeah. 
Oh, God. Uh, Did you mix the imitation crab with the cream cheese? Imitation Uh, crab? Are you kidding me? I'm going to fucking cancel myself (laughs) using that shit. Um, I'm a vegetarian, uh, so I'm like, well, actually, I guess I I eat. Listen, I'm just saying I haven't eaten sushi since I got sick off this spicy tuna. Yeah, no, no. Slowly. But I get, no, look, you know, expand your minds. What's a what's a dumb young fish that we should be eating? Young and dumb. <laughs> what's a Gen Z fish? <laughs> oh, yeah, what's a Gen Z? Because right now we're feasting on the boomers. Swallow whole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's not a fish. I think like uh, crustaceans are actually. I mean, they're disgusting bottom feeders. Like not not shrimp, but I think crawfish are like pretty mm. sustainable. Oh, I love crawfish. Yeah, yeah. but they, have you tried? <laughs> they're they're cockroaches. Yeah, Bug, yeah, yeah. Bugs no of problem. the sea. Maybe. No problem. Well, it's funny because, yeah, like back in the day before the Industrial Revolution, like working class people ate crabs and shit because right. they were bottom feeders. Right. Right. And then once everybody started to eat them, they got more expensive. Then the rich people were like, you know what? Maybe because they're all expensive, we'll start eating the yes. sea trash. I feel like that's, that's so going to happen. What happened with uh, sea trash uh, for like in the past hundred years is going to happen with regular bugs in the next hundred years. Oh, I like, thought you were going to say with actual sea trash. With actual trash. Oh, like we just eat the Pacific gyre? <laughs> All this, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, take a boat out there. Take a nibble off the gyre. Yeah. This styrofoam? Oh, sea foam? Like, no, no, no. Styrofoam, styrofoam. is yeah. so and good. Best believe there are CFCs all up in this motherfucker. <laughs> mm. uh, turkey also. You said turkey is overrated. Yeah. Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah. Fuck it's, it. It's dry. I'd rather have a chicken. Again, I am. Well, I said I'm vegetarian. I'm like vegetarian-ish. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of strong things. Prime rib. <laughs> <laughs> but like exactly, if you're gonna have a vegetable, have a prime rib. You know, right, right, um, right, right. It is what I always say. But no, turkey is dry. It's too big. It's a, it's, it's a big, big bird. It's a big bird, and it's disgusting. Like, what if you also had to eat like the gobble on the side? We right. wouldn't touch it. Or if you had to watch, if a, you deep fried, you had to look at a picture of a turkey as you were eating a turkey. Right. You wouldn't eat that turkey. I would. Yeah. I'm. I love turkey. Yeah. But you know what the problem is? People don't do shit like brine your turkey. You gotta brine to get that moisture turkey. locked in, and then yeah. yeah, you get these dry ass like crumbly fucking soap bars of turkey. I, I was I told by someone you have to go very like. Uh, Buffalo Bill with it and get under the skin of the turkey yeah. with a stick of butter yeah. and yes. Yes. Or deep fry that thing, man. Or uh, just deep fry yeah. yeah. Deep fried turkey's delicious. Yeah. Or, mm, uh, still you know, overrated. Or, you know, the new fad, confit your dark meat. What does that mean? Like yeah. you cook it in the in fat, basically. Slowly. Anyway, that's like this It doesn't is, have fat. No, but you would use other you fat. Use yeah, yes, fat? yes, yes, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why chicken's a better bird. There you go. Uh, and finally, what is a myth? What's something this people is, think is true? I don't, I don't know if you guys, you guys might have already talked about it. a myth. A myth is that the Tea Party was a grassroots movement with legitimate concerns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like dark money. R- like yeah, Fucking honestly, it was astroturf. an exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that you know this week the Buttigieg video surfaced where he was like, you know, there's real concerns, and I'm gonna reach out to you because I am nothing but uh, a series of angling, you know, yeah, political algorithms moves. put exactly. together to game the system. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and and that's BS. I mean, we know that. Like they were just holding signs about socialism, not wanting health care, and they were bust in by you know the Koch the brothers. brothers. The Koch yeah. brothers. Yeah. yeah. So fuck the Koch brothers once again. R.I.P. as well. Yeah. Nah. All right. Rest in piss. Yeah. Um, so the thing I'll say, uh, yeah, marinating, especially then too, because it was basically like this black president 
is trying to like change things. Yeah. Let's create a group of angry people who like wave their Gadsden flags Mm -hmm. and pretend that they're like about something other than what they are. And when you look at a lot of like how much the discourse or like the language is somewhat shifted when you see like the old teabaggers that are still in like Congress now, like they're kind of like. They they even know they're sort of distancing themselves from that era of like that that wave they rode in on. Yeah, I mean it'll come back if and when there's a female president or a president of color, like they'll yeah. just like well, whip it up. Yeah, I think what happened was that was sort of a precursor to a lot of this sentiment. Now, like the same mentality is present in like the is present in the alt right and things like that, but not necessarily like where they come from. But it's tapping into that same sort of. And now they're lawmakers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But Dark Money, that the book by Jay Mayer is incredible and like goes into uh, like just how transparent it was. Like it started at a uh, like golf course banquet for billionaires after it, like right as Obama was being sworn in, they had this like banquet where they were like, what are we going to do to make people like fuck with this dude? And they came up with the Tea Party movement. They then like went about like systematically like astroturfing uh, and it got covered by the media as, as grassroots. Yeah. Yep. Even though it was a bunch of, you know, middle aged. To- all you got to do is give people Sharpies and poster board. Yeah. That's all. Right. You know, you just don't print them out the same sign. Right. And, you know, it's right. a grassroots movement. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because they at first, like, David Koch was like, I don't know anything about the Tea Party. And then there was, like, some footage that came out of him um, at, like, Americans for Prosperity, right. where he's, like, telling him, like, five years ago, my brother Charles and I provided the funds to start Americans for Prosperity. It's beyond my wildest dreams how AFP has grown into an enormous organization. And then wow. you go on to be like, yeah, that's the people who is mobilizing everyone. Oh, the Tea Party. Tea Party. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Right, oh, right. yeah. That yeah, we did yeah. that. We, we did. Do we that. did that. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about uh, the new the new Tabasco flavor, which is something mm. I did not really care about. I assume there were dozens of Tabasco flavors I didn't know about. But Miles, you, I was obs- look yesterday. There, it, it was like you found out that your best friend got married and didn't tell you. Yeah. To. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Uh, I I love hot sauce. Yeah. Tabasco is not my favorite hot sauce, but it contextually, it's the perfect hot sauce for eggs. Okay. So it's crystal. I also like crystal. Crystal is one of my other favorites. For then I like eggs. hotter things. Yeah. Tabasco I like for breakfast. Mm. Um, unless I'm doing like chilaquiles or something, then I got to switch to like a tapatio or chalupa. But, I like Tabasco for soups. Oh, personally. Oh, like a chowder, like clam that chowder. It has to like sit on top of. Uh, I like a. I like it for oysters. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and a mignonette. Yeah. Um, I'm a vegetarian, but I only eat oysters. I know. Well, you, they're um, vegan. You have had takes on like yeah. four non-vegetarian <laughs> foods already. Because I'm newly vegetarian. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a, well, there's a, certain vegans consider it vegan because it has no central nervous system. Oh. Oysters, and they're technically like. Does it Water have a soul? <laughs> hey, who cares, man? We're about central nervous system, right? <laughs> but that's um, the only time. Like Tabasco is always like it's. I find it disappointing. I'm like it's too watery. I yeah. think that's why I say it's. I'm. I can. I love it for a very narrow purpose. Okay. I can't go outside of that. Then I got to start relying on other things. The point being, I didn't realize that. First of all, there is a scorpion, uh, like based on the Maruga scorpion chili. Uh, which I think like a few years ago was the hottest pepper on earth. Mm. Um, and I was like, okay. I didn't know that. Then I find out now for this uh, new uh, holiday season, they have the Rocoto pepper uh, Tabasco sauce. And I said, okay, well, what's this? It's a pepper from Central and South America. 
Uh, but on the Scoville scale, which is how you you know measure hotness and that heat, it's it's between fifty and three hundred fifty thousand Scoville units. Um, so that's between four and forty times hotter than a jalapeno. Uh, so it's hard to sort of say. But however, their scorpion sauce is five thousand between ten thousand Scoville units. Between five thousand and ten thousand, and the the other one, that's not the sauce though, right? No, that's wait, between the, the sauce isn't between fifty thousand and three hundred fifty. No, 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 no. That's, that's just, just sort of pepper. what the pepper. So right, they're going right. to see where that, where how they make that into a sauce. Right. Okay. What point? At what number of scovels do you stop feeling your face? Right. I mean, like realistically, I think a scorpion is like at a million. A scorpion. Scorpion pepper. pepper okay. Is um, I, um I'm going to just check um, here. The scoville units for the pepper. Is drum roll please the Trinidad Maruga Scorpion two million Scoville units and two how million. many is a jalapeno one Scoville I'm, I'm just I'm like Rory Scoville what yeah. are we talking about uh, for example okay a jalapeno <laughs> Scoville units is drum roll please two twenty five hundred to eight thousand okay is oh, what a jalapeno wow. is a scorpion pepper is two million. Right. I would have to get a new stomach. Like right. I wouldn't yeah. like It would my... hurt me for days. I, I ate one no. as a bit online as people do and uh I was reading you have to eat a lot of bananas. Oh, okay. Like if you if you can put a base of all that potassium in your stomach. I was reading like I I think I've said this in the past, but like competitive eaters when they do hot challenges they eat bananas and mm. then that way they don't have just terrible exit strategy yeah. when they have to pass the pepper. Oof. However, there have been times I've had really hot stuff and I've passed passed it through my bladder, and I thought I was pissing fire. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. That's how you ate it? No. Is no, it like no. chopping a jalapeno no. and then going going pee? Yeah, almost. Or yes. like wiping yourself. Or I change a tampon after uh, chopping a jalapeno. Oh no! Whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many scovels, but uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. didn't need to Bad. know how many that was. No. It was fucked up units. Wait, so what? What's what's the new flavor? It's this. Rocoto. Rocoto that is less than a scorpion, more than a more than a jalapeno. jalapeno. But the way and this even, is to what give us something to talk about on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, maybe the holidays for the pepper lover in your life, which mm. would be me. So if anyone you know wants to, any of my family that's listening, pretty easy gift for me. I want the I like the little bottles of tobacco. Oh, that you get at the yeah. hotel. <laughs> that that, that yeah, yeah. so small. I remember as a kid, I used to like I used to take those home. Yeah. I got so excited when I would see little bottles of Tabasco as a kid. I don't know why. They're my size. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look, Barbie size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my friend's little sister used to call half and half's Barbie milks. So, That's yeah. adorable. That That's is I super remember cheap. these as Barbie sauce. could never drink half and half with that body, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's skim. Or it's oat. But Francesca, uh, give me a second because I want to talk to my friend over there, Miles Gray. Thank hey, you Miles, so much. it's yes. me, Jack, Jack from, from work. work. We yes. sit across from each, each other, sitting across from each other right now. I want to tell you, wow, wow this, this is so, so condescending. condescending. Uh, um, please, please stop, stop this. this. Oh, no. <laughs> I've uh, lost my mind. I want to tell people about Audible. It's one of my favorite products that I use on Actually, a regular yeah. basis. I feel like you, you of you love Audible. You of all people. Yeah. You, my friend. You always got the AirPods in. I'm like, what you got going on? You say Audible. I do. I got these uh, audio books on point. You can plow through some audio books uh, while doing other things. And now is the best time to do it yep. with a special offer of 53% off your first three months, you guys. I mean, look, Audible has a 
wide, vast selection of audiobooks, like bestsellers. They got motivation. They got mysteries. They even have originals. If you want to listen to that People Just Do Nothing series, which I am very into because I love that show. By the way, we just mentioned one of the audiobooks that I listened to, uh, Dark Money by Jane Mayer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check that out. It's a great listen. And- uh, Sophia Chang, past guest that everybody was definitely feeling when she came on. I know I was in love with her audiobook, which I also listened to on Audible. So right now for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just six ninety five a month. That's more than half off the regular price. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Wow. Visit audible.com wow. slash TDZ or text TDZ to 500-500. That's visit audible.com slash TDZ or text TDZ to 500-500. 500 Five zero zero, and we're back, and uh, so were the impeachment uh, inquiries. Girl, I'm talking about impeaching this creep. There it is, beautiful. Uh, and so Sondland, this was one that everybody was like, "This is gonna be, this is gonna be good." Yeah. Pop some popcorn, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and it was pretty good, right? Yes, it lived up. There's some pizzazz. Yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> was there enough pizzazz for you? It's weird. I say good, yes, but really, it's like we've already known what happened. Right. So it's further confirmation of a thing everybody knows to be true. And so mm-hmm. I'm more like, when do we get into that point where we realize, like, are the, are the Republicans just going to be like, yeah, we, we don't give a fuck. We're, we're going to let them get away with it. That's really what this is all yeah. about. It's not about, like, the arguing the linguistics or, like, well, did he say it? And what's a quid pro quo? Is it bribery? No, he abused his power straight up. Yep. Yeah. And is is this fun? Is this are we going to accept this? Yeah, Republicans are just like, thank you, sir, for all that testimony that I will summarily ignore. Right. right. Uh, yeah. And and that's so. I mean, maybe we're doing this for like one or two senators. Maybe Lindsey Graham. I don't mm, know who we're doing yeah. this for. But it does seem to make a difference to people on the right because, like today, like the the headline on the Drudge Report is "Ambassador Drops Bombs," right. followed President's orders. Uh, Giuliani pushed quid pro quo and uh before his testimony and right after it ken star uh oh. of clinton star report fame wondered aloud on fox news whether this will lead senators watching to uh ask trump to resign to take that old trip down to the white house wow. so it does wow. seem like it's when ken star says something right yeah that's you, you know, know he- it's right he probably didn't have anything to do with it. This right. one, the one thing in our lives yeah. that maybe Ken Starr <laughs> right. is not behind. Um, yeah. And he's like, yeah, maybe. I mean, do yeah, but to, to your point, like John Dean said something on one of the hundred impeachment podcasts that I listened to that he was like the star witness uh, in Watergate. He was Nixon's legal counsel, I think. And he was saying something that I said, like, before we even started the hearings, but that it seems like we, it's more damning and like more impeachable and more concrete than Watergate was because like we have the- There's no ambiguity. Yeah, there's no ambiguity. It directly tied, like the Watergate thing was a break in on an election that he already won by a landslide and like it didn't necessarily directly tie to his ability to win and it was just covering up like- any involvement knowledge. This is like directly using, right. 
This is directly using the powers of the presidency to fuck with an election that is yet to happen. And we already know, like, without a doubt, he did it and then tried to cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. And also leave a a country that is fighting war with Russia, like, in a position that would make them more open to the idea of making amends with Russia. Right. And then that would lift sanctions. Yeah. So it is, like, I feel... It's a weird position because I'm just sitting back and being like, oh, that seems to have excited them, like the the people on the right. Yeah. Even though, I mean, this, like, it doesn't Songland change anything. testimony, I mean, it is significant because he's the only one who was directly involved. He's one of the three right. amigos. Proudly, as he said, once yeah. again, Zoloft right. talking. But <laughs> he's the only one who actually would testify. He, right. Everyone else has refused to testify. Um, uh, and like, I don't know if Perry refused to testify. Yeah, well, Volker is one of the amigos. Volker is one of the amigos. He's one of the amigos. <laughs> oh, she's called them Migos now. <laughs> Yo, Migos, <laughs> the fucking Migos now. They're Migos. Um, is that what Migos was? Is that amigos. where the name came yeah, from? Was how amigos? do we do like but yeah. but like uh like I'm just trying to like what what's a good rap? Um, mm, I guess we do something about bad and bougie, right? Do look like bad and bougie. <laughs> is what he would say. Right. That's what Trump would say. Do it look like a bad bougie? Zelensky got him on tape. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, I think, yeah, like, you know, his testimony basically says, I did what the president told me to do. Yeah. I took my orders from the president. Okay, did he say directly? No, he said, go talk to Rudy Giuliani, who is the person who told me to do all this other shit very specifically. Right. And then he dragged, yo, he really, I think what's important is that he went up there basically indicating everybody's like, I'm not going to be thrown under the bus. If anything, I am a transformer and I will become the bus Mm. and I will run over you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he said he was tossing all these names out. Oh, why don't you ask Mike Pompeo? I was talking to him. Right. He was. We were going back and forth. Why don't you ask John Bolton? He was acting like he would. He didn't want anything to do with this uh, drug deal. And he's a widow baby angel. He yeah. couldn't do anything. And he's like, yo, this dude is asking me for Rudy's contact. Like he was really just diming everyone out. The one thing that he that Republicans are relying on for some dumb reason we know it's it's not going to work is that. Uh, Sondland says that he didn't know that the investigations into Burisma had anything to do with the Bidens. Yeah. Right. Like over and over again. He's yeah. like, I don't know. Right. He was an investigator. Yeah. I thought Burisma I... was a juice box. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. Anything. Wasn't that a Capri Sun flavor right. we used yeah. to? Uh, I hate my Burisma. I always gets my <laughs> coffee order wrong. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Like, of course you knew. And right. I mean, it doesn't matter, but like. It's also, irrelevant to like what we're actually trying to investigate. Too, it's it's irrelevant. The best part about Sondland is like watching his whole testimony. You're like, oh, you are bad at your job. Like, right. he's like, I don't remember. He doesn't remember anything. And granted, he's not been given access to a lot of his emails and personal files, I believe, right. mm-hmm. because the State Department has that. So, like, that's all under Pompeo. Right, so who's obstructing. Not, yeah. Right, who's un- obstructing justice right now or in, in the hearing. But even beyond that, he's just like, it's like, do you know nothing? nothing? Right, are yeah, you, yeah. Y- you just... I don't know. Yeah. He just kind of seems like he's like wading into this super aloof. Well, yeah, because he was just sort of like, well, I'll give Trump a million dollars so I can be the, an ambassador because that would be pretty cool. Before this, I was ma- I was a, I'm running a hotel chain. Right. Right. And and was also like before Trump was elected, he's like, I would never vote for this dude. Yeah. Like, this guy's terrible. And so then he, he won. was a never Trumper. Yeah. Yes. Gordon Solomon was. <laughs> and then he won. He's like, here's a check for a million dollars. Can I be ambassador? I think you're tight. Right. I got in. 
And then I think then at this point, realize like, yo, I don't know. I just, I thought it would be See, a chiller that's job. that's an interesting, I wonder if that ever came up. Like the whole never Trumper thing, the fact that like Republicans are saying that all of these people who are testifying were never Trumpers. I think it could be interesting if, I'm like, maybe if they talked about it, who would it help? Would it help Democrats or Republicans? I don't know. I mean, even then, like it's just a tired argument. It's right. Like, either way, never Trumper or not, this dude gave him a million dollars and of Trump course. appointed but him they to the to position. Be, they seem to be... Testing out a number of very tired arguments and really yeah, kicking the tires on those. Exactly. So maybe, maybe that's another tired one they it's can go the with. Same. No, I mean basically it's like all Republicans have their hand. I I think it's like a little like a dirty diapy, you know, like they have the president's dirty diapy. Right. Yeah. And they're like, there's not there's not poo poo in here. Right. Right. <laughs> there's not poo poo. And yeah. they're like, what's that on your face? Right. Oh. <laughs> and so uh, no. <laughs> are we all with the president's poo poo on our hands gonna deny that this is a dirty diaper? Yeah. Like that's it's like what those, I'm like. Those videos yeah. where you see like an owner like go looking around their like apartment and it's all trash and like who could have done this? Right. There's there's ketchup everywhere right. and then they pan over to a golden retriever with like right. red face <laughs> and they're like I don't know. Like, it's the right. same. It's like this is an indefensible position. I thought yeah. you were gonna go with a hamburglar on that. I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that <laughs> McDonald's hamburger. commercial. <laughs> ketchup. Okay. Yeah, it's like that. If then they believed the dog, they were like, he said he didn't do it. Exactly. I mean, he looked totally in it. The you dog. saw his face. Look. Do you have any direct evidence that the right. dog said that it did it? Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't. I can't really go with this one. But yeah, and I think again with Mike Pompeo. It's, you know, in the beginning, he really tried to Mariah Carey his way out of this. I'm like, oh, I don't know her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about this. Wow. And now we're like, no, you are fully dipped and plated in this entire scandal. Yes. And which leads now to this rumor that's going around D.C. that he's been telling, like, top Republicans that he's thinking about piecing out from his gig as the Secretary of State. That's crazy. And resigning. How long has he been in the role? Like, oh God! I don't even know how time works anymore. Right. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. He was, I felt like he was just the CIA like, director. It, I, if yeah, you like told me years, that it was, yeah, if you told me it was like a very long period of time, I would believe that as much as if you were like, and it would be a record, like, brief period of time, like a record quick uh, departure from the job. I have no idea. April twenty eighteen. Yep. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, I year felt and like a half. seven years ago. Yeah. Um, I just think it's he had a press conference the other day where he was talking about Israeli settlements and and then he kept on getting asked about the impeachment inquiry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love how his like default was like, no, 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 I want to talk about let's go back to allowing Israel to just endlessly build settlements yeah. and, and uh, trample Palestinian human rights. Like no one wants to talk about, he, and he kept on being like, if anyone has a, uh, Constructive uh, question uh, yeah, a substantive yeah. Yeah. Uh, question for me with the world cares about, you yeah, know, right. like, no, man, the world cares about this. But my question is, can you impeach now that we're impeaching everyone? Mm-hmm. I want to know, if that's possible, like I'm to like, impeach Pompeo. Can you impeach a Secretary of State? You can. You can I think impeach so. federal officials. Yeah. Just, I, I feel like it would take a lot of time. It would take too long. Sure. Yeah. He would just yeah. resign. Yeah. And I think this Might is what it's well because well, the main guy. The whole thing is, you know, I think the plan was that initially he thought about staying till early 2020 because he's had his eye on running for Senate in Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Which. I get it. Like, if, if you're doing Senate math, you're like, we got We need that seat as a lock. But it's like he's gonna come out of this thing cooked. Yeah, right. You think and be like, no, I don't know what kind of votes he'll get. I'm not quite right. sure what his popularity Look, is. In if the George state, but... Papadopoulos can run for Congress, yeah, right, right. Then 
Absolutely, Pompeo can. Yeah. If Sean Spicer can be on Dancing with the Stars. Right. Mm-hmm. And do that Wait, is Papadopoulos running? Yeah, he's running for a seat in California. I for, think uh, okay. actually for like Katie, Katie Hill's, Hill's seat. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But yeah, again, we'll see what happens. I don't think, uh, I don't know I don't know what exactly well, what his calculus is here, but. The other thing, uh, Pence knew was one of the revelations today. Yeah, Mike Pence which, is also fully in this. Yeah, too. Pence is fully implicated. And we knew though. Remember that one press conference he gave, like outside, and he got caught, like there being like, "What did you know?" And he's like, "I, I don't." Yeah, he's not good. And there's a plane under- in the sky. <laughs> yeah. He's not good under adversity, man. No. But we, like we were saying that. If they both went at the exact same time, then it would be Pelosi. But there's no way they would let that happen. Like Pence would resign. They would put Ivanka in as the vice president or some shit. Sure, sure. And then she would become president. You know, they like under Nixon, his VP resigned, but that was like months before. Listen, whatever you think of Pelosi, I just say that the outside chance that for even just three months she could be president <laughs> makes my heart sing so like just sound of music songs there's like yeah. yeah the hills are alive it's so beautiful it's so 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 wonderful and you know not even because of her politics just because of what fuck the haters the hate the people, <laughs> fuck the haters. people i mean like as bad as like uh you know, progressives feel about like Trump or whatever. Though, if conservatives had to say the words "President Nancy Pelosi," oh, I and think she would she honestly, would go around making all of them. An, an entire generation of people would perish. I mean, arguably, yes, they would. They would die like, upon having just, to say that. Yeah, yeah. turn into <laughs> fucking nightmare. Ash, like yeah. in a. The Avengers movies. It actually might be like like think you're a Republican right now. You're like, all right, walls are closing in. What do we do? Mm-hmm. Obviously, what I think is going to happen is Trump's rallies are just going to turn in more clanny. They're just going to become clan rallies. Right. I mean, they really they are, but they're just going to go get even more extreme. He's going to call people out to the streets. But it might be better to be like, nah, let's run someone else against President Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Right. Remake this bullshit, you know, for shell of a party. Mm-hmm. Right. Put up who would I don't know. Put Ivanka. Put Ivanka mm-hmm. up against Pelosi. Trump Jr. Like that's almost a better pull. That's the only move at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of even like if we go full fantasy world. Like I don't know who like even mythical characters. Right. At this point, who who would work? I'm not even sure. One thing that I do feel like we're watching is the continued like just preponderance of evidence building up that capitalism does not work and it's not a meritocracy with this Sondland dude. Like it's just Ooh, like, I like that jump. Everybody, yeah. everybody that we're seeing, or Prince Andrew, we're seeing Sondland, who's like a millionaire business yeah. person. Like it's just like, yo, like this is not a meritocracy. No. These people are hothouse flowers. But that's why I best. think all these other billionaires who are semi smart right. are trying to run for office because they're like, hey, hey, hey. Right. Yeah. They're yeah, yeah. giving us a bad name, you know, yeah. and they don't even have a billion dollars. Like yeah. they're in debt. They're just a billion of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Billions right. of them. Right. I can complete full sentences. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I God, you hate to see them sweat. You hate to see them yeah, sweat. You yeah. know, guys. More it's, than anything. Yeah. Unless it's they're sweating dollar bills, in which case Yeah, come on sweat over here. A yeah. Bit. Exactly. <laughs> Um, let's talk about Vladimir Putin, the man who actually runs the world. 
so there's a new book called From Russia with Blood, which is kind of a campy name for a book that has like a bunch of journalistic bombshells. But this reporter was talking to Terry Gross and she was talking about how there's been all these murders in the UK of Russian expats who are like Vladimir Putin opponents or rivals and they've clearly been murdered and the British police are just like, no, nah, it was a suicide. He stabbed himself to death In with two knives. Like, yeah. it's just... That that shit is happening. So there's fourteen. He clubbed himself in the head. Really they point hard. to fourteen cases where it's like super obvious. Like there's a guy who fourteen. Yeah, fourteen murders over wow, the past like enough. since Putin came 14 to power. And super obvious. <laughs> yeah, that that are the super obvious ones. There's also one in America. There was a uh, media uh, Putin's media czar who was on the eve of testifying uh, to the U.S. Justice Department. Uh, was found bludgeoned to death in his room, and they ruled that the blunt force injuries to his head, neck, and torso were him falling down over and over because he was drunk, um, which doesn't like it. Just so then they also have the medical examiners. They found on that board he was. This shit? Yeah, I think they just don't want to make admit, it hot. Yeah, they don't want to make it hot. Basically, maybe he oh. died trying to give himself the Heimlich. Right. Yeah, that's like honestly what it seems like. I mean, when we like, got in the apartment, the song Slam by Onyx was playing. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I believe he was just slamming around the room. Exactly. And then I started choking on a pretzel. And One, one of the dudes was zipped up inside a bag in a bathtub and all the entire outside of the bag, including the zipper, was wiped for prints and he wasn't wearing gloves. So like if he had zipped himself in the bag right. for some reason- there, his fingerprints would have been on the outside of the bag, and it was just everything was wiped for prints, and they ruled it a suicide. Were the 14 murders or suicides um, outside of Russia or both inside and outside? No, all in the UK. So so the, the point they're making is that there's this overarching system where Russian oligarchs have been a boon to the UK economy because right. they're like fleeing Russia Bringing with all their, their billions. Yeah. And they, the UK has like a bill that's like if you invest a certain amount of money in the UK economy you can stay mm-hmm. which is like more transparent than I think the America is willing to be about sure. stuff <laughs> but the UK is just like yeah we want money bring, bring your sure dough. bring your money uh, and so the theory is that that's kind of what part of their incentive is to just look because the other that way cash injection is also very important right. to the economy so they just don't want to make it hot but they they also talk about um you know Putin they, she she kind of made it seem like I had always heard Putin was the most badass KGB dude, and she was saying he's more of like a a fanboy KGB yeah. person who like really like bought into just the overall mythos of the KGB. Yeah, he's a KGB nerd, right? And so he, when he got into office, started like researching all the like cool ways of killing people, and she was saying that like they have all these really like if you go really deep there, like these clusters of heart attacks and like mental breakdowns and uh, suicides that they think have something to do with like, you know, they they have been researching murder methods uh, since he got into office and they might have like found really difficult ways to Beyond trace. the, what's the, what's the Beyond chemical, the, chup, chick, I don't know how to say it. The one that- R- yeah, it's got yeah. a chick I know in what there. you're talking about. The one that's what's what's the plutonium? poison? Yeah, what's the yeah. poison that was used to poison Novichuk. that? Novichok. Yeah, thank you. The one where 
I feel like they do that one if they want people to know. If yeah. Like, for the soul, soul. <laughs> before I sputter out, before I rat him out. Um, <laughs> the because there's another dude actually in Germany too who was like a Georgian who was uh, commanding forces against Russia during the Chechen uprising. Oh. This dude got straight up clapped up in a German park. Yeah. Like, and then the cops caught this dude. Like, he shot the dude, ditched his bike, ditched the gun, then got on an electric scooter, and the cops nabbed him. But they're like, hold up. Got on fuck an electric on. scooter. Yeah. And he had one <laughs> of those getaway method. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think because he wanted to blend in with other people in the park. Yeah. Like, and also, like, when they looked at his passport, he had one of these passports where, like, a lot of the intelligence agencies know based on the numbers, like, there's a specific uh, passport office that's in the Kremlin mm-hmm. that a lot of people who are like these quote-unquote tourists who come through to you know stick people with umbrellas and with poison like have they all come out of this same office yeah so it's like yeah dude like this is it's that's like some penguin shit what is it like umbrellas do you yeah yeah because another person was it litvinenko or someone who was someone had got hit with like a a poison tip of an umbrella like that's how they got the poison i mean that was like some cold war shit i yeah i think some batman had his tea poisoned oh okay yeah He's, um, he's just a fan of, I feel like he's just a Marvel fan. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah, he wants to be a Marvel villain. But like all of this is, it's so bizarre that we're, you know, because I think, you know, we know that the impeachment hearings are related to the Russia investigation because obviously uh, part of the investigations were trying to um, go back to 2016 and basically move blame from Russia over to Ukraine. And Trump was trying to facilitate that and having the Ukrainian government openly say that they were going to do that and investigate themselves as possibly the reason or or the, the, those who meddled in our, in the American elections in 2016. But it's so weird that like, to see how our CIA and as someone who's just not a fan, you know, mm-hmm. just not a fan of like c- the CIA personally, but how we're like so behind when it comes to com- like comparing our work to like Russia and or maybe some of the human rights like clauses that we follow, you know, mm-hmm. like are preventing right. us from, you know, doing some Batman like uh, murders, which is good. Yeah, I feel like the well, the CIA, CIA they pay the people to do that locally. Sure, yeah. sure. And I, think, <laughs> and I think they might be better at it, and that's why we don't catch them doing it. Whereas, like Russia, I feel like Putin wants people to know. Like sure. that's part oh, of yeah. his deal. Is like he wants. That's part of his kink. Well, and that's also. That, but it's a message to everybody else. Like I don't give a fuck where you're at. Right. Like I can touch yeah. you. Right. Yeah. And it well it, exactly it's a message to his own people too because apparently like after it was revealed that yes. Russia did meddle in the U.S. elections. Like people, you know, in in Russia, like really, like, hey, that's pretty good. Like, <laughs> Not bad. Well, we're kind of coming back, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. yeah. You know. um, but back on top. But it's it is really scary, also because with the Marie Ivanovich, you know, the former ambassador's testimony on how the day she was told to leave her position was the day she was giving that award to the anti-corruption activist who had acid thrown on her. Yeah. And then died. Now. I'm not saying that was Putin's doing, but it probably was, you right. know? Yeah. Probably had something to do with it. Um, and, like, that's what happens when you try to go against the Kremlin. And I'm like, all right, well, I want to live in a rational world, and I don't want to just think, you know, Putin's behind everything. But right. uh, did Putin take that parking spot that I was going to park in? <laughs> probably. probably. Yeah. I mean, it made me well, think the of- What say? Rad Vlad? So who, do you guys- who does? <laughs> it was a license plate of that car, <laughs> exactly, Rad, Rad Vlad. Vlad. Yeah, yeah Rad Vlad. <laughs> uh, 
It made me think of, so do you guys remember that dude, Michael Hastings, who wrote the Stanley McChrystal article for Rolling Stone that got McChrystal to resign, and then that guy died yes. like in a car accident, the writer? Did not know that. Yeah, he died when he was 33 in a car accident, and like there's actually video of his car like speeding out of control with like sparks flying behind it, and I don't know. So they were talking about how Russia has these uh, drugs that they will dose people with that will make them lose their mental equilibrium. So in the weeks leading up to their death, they're acting strangely so that people are like, oh, well, yeah, there was something going on with them. Uh, And that just made me, this dude's death was very suspicious, but his, both his brother and his wife were like, yeah, but he was acting really strange, like right before he died. But he was also like, calling people and being like, I'm on to a big story, but like the US government is investigating me. And then when Wiki WikiLeaks revealed a bunch of CIA documents that revealed that one of the ways they were investigating to kill people was hacking into their cars so that they would just like fly Remotely, out of control yeah. and like yeah. Mm. And as untraceable ways of killing people. And so, this was the guy who wrote about was it like uh, it was McChrystal and Obama, like McChrystal he was talking, and like McChrystal prostitutes, was, wasn't there like a? It was this like general in I think Afghanistan, right? It's war machine. It's what war machines about. The guy was like talking shit about Obama, basically, and uh, he reported it all. I don't think that's why he got killed. That was just like the big story that put him on the map, and then he had some other big scoop and was like, "I'm about to have to." drop off the grid like an hour before his car just sped out of control and uh, killed him. So, And we don't know what that scoop was about? We don't know, other than that it was big and he was going to have to drop off the grid because he thought he was being investigated by the U.S. government. And I thought Xanax was powerful. You know what I mean? That's where <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still getting over that. Yeah. How do but, I get that? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but Epstein killed himself, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Right. I don't know if you go to man. I just every everywhere people are throwing up. Uh, Epstein graffiti. didn't kill himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, graffiti. I love that. It's yeah, like it's, it's graffiti. Like our, I saw it fucking spray painted in the street. It's like, like our downtown. V for Vendetta moment is just Epstein. Yeah, I that's feel what, like it's yeah. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, that's a very be. potent symbol of like you know excess and capitalism not working and being a way for people to you know just be behave in the most despicable way as possible. So. It, it really is uniting all people yeah. of all the left and the stripe. Right. The yeah. left and the right. Yeah. Even if they're very narrowly focused on bringing the Clintons down, fine, man. Sure. Right. Even if they don't really care about the victims that no, much. No, no. Uh, they're just like, Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, I, I think the one thing about the Epstein thing, and I know you guys have talked about it, is that the way the media dropped it like a hot potato yeah. as soon as he died. Yeah. Is well, that's what the medical examiner said. So we just right. gotta just gotta follow that. Yeah. Makes you wonder, huh? Yeah. How many people in those uh, in those uh, you know C suites right. at those companies, those corporations, are like, I don't want to fucking hear a thing about this guy. Yes. Right now. Yeah, exactly. but it, but as a journalist, like you, that's suddenly off limits. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, and and which is totally messed up because you you don't even have to talk about the conspiracy at all. You can still talk about the actual, like the reporting and the victims yeah. and the and the lawsuits. Like, why did that also go right. away immediately? And, and and listen, I know the media cycle is now we're on the impeachment and, and, and but like just straight up day to night. Yeah, it was blanket coverage and then nothing. Nothing. 
and it is the story that Americans are most interested in right now. Oh, like, yeah. Like, across the board, and they're just like, nah, we don't think it's a good story to cover. But yeah. he is dead. Right. So why would we talk about it? To the point where people like rearranging like monogrammed Christmas stockings at Target to right. spell out Epstein didn't kill himself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about that war on Christmas, though? Yeah. You know? Oh, boy. Uh, all right. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and there is a new movie called Harriet coming out. Uh, it's out already. It's out. That is out. It's out. Uh, and it's a script that has been shopped around Hollywood since 1994. Dude, or even before. That yeah, like it. it's yeah. forever. Yes. Forever. Because, God, I mean, God forbid we uh, make a film like this. Um, yeah, the, the, the writer of it and producer, this guy, Gregory Allen Howard, Howard he said in this recent like interview or in, in Entertainment Weekly, this thing came out where he brought up this moment uh, when he first started working on it in 94 that a studio executive in a meeting suggested that the actress to portray the legendary slave turned abolitionist, the one behind the Underground Railroad, should be none other than black, uh, a redheaded icon, Julia Roberts. Yes. Go yes, off. queen. And <laughs> when it happened, he said, quote, I was told how one studio had said in a meeting, the script is fantastic. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. <laughs> when someone pointed out that Roberts couldn't be Harriet, the executive <laughs> responded, it was so long ago. No one's going to know the difference. That's that's perfectly believable. Yeah. And that's what's like perfectly believable. When you know yeah. shit like that was being said, you're like, of course, of course, this is literally like the attitude of. Yeah. Of the media industry. Of Hollywood executives uh, completely out of touch. I mean, they're like, well, look, man, her and Denzel were great in Pelican Brief. Right. Yeah. So she she's, knows how to act with black people. Yeah, she's basically <laughs> black at this point. Yeah, right. I don't know if that's what it was. because the transitive when I, property. I put, I, well, I looked up IMDb. I'm like, what the fuck was she doing in, in like 94 that this dude was like, it should be Julia Roberts. Right. On either side of that, she was in Hook as uh, Tinkerbell. Obviously. Right. Great. So she can play all different. You know, she can play a little little fairy. She can play, uh, you know, Vivian Ward in Pretty Woman uh, or Harriet Tubman. Harriet. She can play all kinds of fantastical creatures. Right. Like black people. That's probably what he said. Yeah. Right. I know. Could you imagine what the rest part was? He's like, and is this story even true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all made up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we have some notes uh, about how we want to just reshape. Can the you make her a white woman that <laughs> saves all these black people? Right, exactly. That is, yeah, that's kind of the perfect Hollywood movie. I'm right? curious to know really what had what the sequence was after that with that executive who said that, and how like who put their foot in like absolutely what no because clearly it's the people like in positions powerful enough were to be like. We'll never do Julia Roberts as it. We'll just won't do it at all. Right. But I'm curious to know what who that you know who that executive was. I'm really curious. He went on to green light green book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He went on to grope many actresses. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. Uh, I think. Listen. Let's be fair though. In that moment, Julia was waiting for her breakout. Like she. Yeah, it, she it needed was, it. She needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. More than you know, history needed accuracy. We needed Julia's career to take off and then it was Aaron Brockovich yeah yeah that's true 
And that if was Aaron her... Brockovich had been Latina, right. Julia Roberts would have absolutely played it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this would have been her Aaron Brockovich moment, probably. I know. Yeah. We denied it to her. Yes. Uh, that's it's the most Hollywood feedback I've ever heard. So that it was so long ago, people Who's don't want no, oh, to. my God. I mean, this just shows you like like why it's taken so long for people of color to have any kind of representation. Well, while we're on the subject of the film industry and how it functions uh, flawlessly, the Department of Justice is trying to fuck with the industry and make it more possible for movie studios and just people in the entertainment industry to uh, consolidate monopolies. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've been talking about, like, there's been mumbles about basically completely overturning the paramount consent decrees from the 40s. Right. Uh, and now it seems like this is going to be something the Department of Justice is going to pursue. So, like, back when this whole consent decree happened, the studios were set up where all the studios ran everything. They uh -huh. fucking own theaters. They own film processing companies. And what they could just do is basically saying, like, we made all these films. And if you're an independent theater, it's like, if you want this big ticket picture, you got to buy all these other bullshit films, too, and play mm -hmm. them. And mm -hmm. people right. are like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's going to squeeze out independent creators. You're forcing people. There's no choice at this point. And we're basically being, like, uh, you know, forced at gunpoint to, like, facilitate the premieres of these films that aren't worthwhile. But, yeah, I mean, because they were able to have power up and down the chain, like, they also owned the companies that developed the film. They owned, like, every part of it. The They owned the actors, the contracts, like, all And that all was that broken stuff. up in what year? That was in the 50s, I think. Like, 49 is when it happened. But, so, at first, they first brought it up, like, right around the Depression, but FDR was like, hold off on that. Like, let's get through this shit really quick in right. the Great Depression, and then y'all can revisit it. And then once it ended, they did come back, and they're like, we want to get rid of block booking, which is that concept of, like, you want one film? Buy all these fucking films. Yeah. Right. And the people who were involved with, like, getting things uh, changed were Chaplin, Orson Welles, and weirdly Walt Disney, because at that time, like, Disney was a small independent studio. But it's, like, people who are then you know, connected with like pushing the art form forward. Uh, doing this also brought about the golden age of television or what people went on to the first golden How age of television. How long has that been going on? Yeah, I, I know. There's so many golden ages of television, but like it made it possible to have good TV shows because uh, actors were no longer controlled completely by the movie studios. So they were able to you know, star in star on TV. Yeah. Um, prior to that, is it was this just why? Like, like, I mean, Marilyn Monroe, obviously wonderful, but like, is this why she'd be in like twelve movies in a year or yes. something? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because exactly. they signed you to this deal, and they're like, we're gonna work this shit out of you, right? And get as many films and, out of you as possible. Yeah. So, I mean, this is was undoubtedly a good thing for the film industry, and like historians think it had to do with like you know films becoming better and you know the movie industry become or like films in the 60s and 70s like so many great movies were made because of competition the studios had to compete with each other to make good movies that theaters would then want to put in their theaters not just like be strong-armed into putting right. in their theaters yeah you've got like black exploitation comes around right so now the department of justice wants to reverse all that which is Worrying for a few reasons. So their argument for why they should reverse it is because it's a new 
like world new weird. world dude tech too lit now right tech's too lit tech's changed the game man i think we need to rethinkure we need to rethink all this stuff. but tech has made it so Just, that our world is run by like a handful of monopolies yeah yeah tech monopolies wouldn't right. they be into that they're right. like mm-hmm. listen i think this first of all justice department being run by william barr mm-hmm. let's remember right dude who is i think been in italy or something like also mm-hmm. having his own sort all of all over angle in hand in the whole well he has a book report that's due very soon Mm -hmm. that's supposed to Mm -hmm. blow up the entire impeachment investigation about italy about everything i mean that's like his whole journey yeah i mean that's what everyone's saying like he's he's trying to figure out some kind of counter to all of this and that's why i've been going around to be like does somebody like force you guys to start this like russia investigation does somebody did somebody and like everyone's like yo bro we're not gonna say whatever you want to say and what everything you're saying is wrong yeah yeah the yeah the italian president was like no we're not gonna investigate yeah and like in the uk they're like we absolutely stand by what happened. We were not forced. But listen, mm-hmm. Bannon's been quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. Bannon is a filmmaker. Yes. Bannon has a production company. Mm-hmm. Bannon's a great filmmaker, not just any filmmaker. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you read his script for uh, the Shakespearean oh, Compton the was that? Yeah. War, gang war uh, TV show. but Shakespearean Compton gang war... Uh, I think it was a movie. Uh, did you not see no. that script? Oh, it's you need to check it out. <laughs> it's it was a rap. Bannon, it was a rap musical. Rap musical epic. Uh, oh, Bannon. Oh, he's a little Lin Manuel. Yeah, 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 exactly. Except everything's just Benghazi and right. Oh, that's what it was. As I'm like looking it up, it was basically a. It was Coriolanus that takes place during the '92 LA riots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bannon wrote that. Yes, that's what he was trying to He's do. He's a failed filmmaker. Like he that's, was at but here. But here's the thing: yeah. he's gonna come back with this, this now, this move to what, whatever, to cr- create more monopolies right. in Hollywood. Follow me, <laughs> and we're all gonna have to watch. Right. I don't know. This we're gonna this have one. to watch the '92 riots or like a Black Lives Matter, like Redux. Yeah, right. But via Bannon's eyes, and somehow it's gonna exonerate Trump. Right. Well, the thing with this, though, too, right, it's like be, not only will it uh, like centralize a lot of the influence again into these late major studios, but now like it's also forcing companies like Amazon and Netflix to be like, maybe we need to start buying theaters. Oh, yeah. They would maybe immediately we need to own a start chain. buying up I think we need to build our own theaters yeah. now because if Disney has a share in AMC or whatever, Universal has a share in these other theaters, then we need that, too. You've that way we can force them. You built your own theater. Them. It's my home. Pay my rent. Yeah. Right. All right? <laughs> or pay your fucking taxes. Yes. Both of you. Uh, yeah, and I think that's what block booking will probably come back if, yeah. or could come back, where it's like, you all want Avengers? Right. Then take this terrible film about two podcasters right. who get smoke a magical bong and end up the president and vice president oh, I thought of the you were going to say just take up the other Avengers. Right. I haven't seen yeah. a single Avengers. I've <laughs> seen half of one on a plane. <laughs> Is that true? I haven't seen many of the Avengers. I've, uh, I, there, yo, I, like, I talked about this when the last one came out. I'm like, yo, these films came out way too quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, do, I, don't, I didn't care enough about Captain America to watch a Captain America movie. But like, I get it. I get, I get the allure. But, you know, I'd rather just watch trash TV sometimes. Hmm. I hear that. Um, Self-care. Yeah, but I mean, basically, they would use their big blockbusters to strong arm uh, the theaters. Yeah, into it's already like it's already got to be like that. I mean, it's already got to be so hard for a fledgling like, like, where's my mom gonna go see you know Downton Abbey? Right. You know, like where's like her local little like Palo Alto Square theater, which is where she goes, Mm -hmm. where like you know to see her matinees. 
Yeah. Where what are they going to do? And what of her? And what of her? And what of her? Yeah. Yeah, I think she's look, gonna have to be forced to watch like Transformers twelve or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or Transformers twelve times in a row. <laughs> Stay in your seat. <laughs> yeah, I think that would actually kill you. It's on a if fucking loop. Watch it twelve I times would, in a row. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you would somehow get red pilled. I yeah. think if you watched it twelve times in a row. Well, Francesca, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you. What a great guest. Yeah, yeah. thanks so Ska. much. Ska. Ska. Ska Tini. Yeah. going to get a face tattoo after this. Ooh, <laughs> nice, hell yeah. Nice. Like a checkerboard pattern as a teardrop. Ooh, yeah. Full on that Ska great. vibes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just a martini glass with a checkerboard pattern inside of oh, it. Oh, it's a martini mm. glass, but her, her checkerboard tear is filling the martini glass. Inside yeah. of a van shoe. Ooh, yes. Yes. Now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, where can people show? find you, follow uh, you online? Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Franifio. 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 Is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Okay, this tweet was by Syra Rao, and she said a couple nights ago, good night to everyone, except for those who've ignored Julian Castro while uplifting Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> and I just, I just mm. want to retweet yeah. that so many times. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? So slept on, Julian Castro. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, me. Twitter, Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also, my new podcast is out. Four twenty day fiance. If I haven't said it three hundred billion times already for y'all, but I gotta get it in. You've always um, said it three times. Okay, people thanks. still need to hear it. They need to. Well, they will continue to hear it, and they will always hear it. Uh, it's my new show talking about my favorite reality TV show, Ninety Day Fiance, uh, with Sophia Alexandra. Y'all know her. Uh, and we just have a great rip roaring time. It's like half recap show, half game show, talking all that shit about these cast members. Okay, some tweets I like. One is first, I believe, is from at Devil to Pay. Uh, you put me onto a reductor tweet that I would have liked already, but thank you for pointing it out to me. It's a reductor tweet at reductor. It says four weighted anxiety blankets that aren't as good as a massive blunt. Facts. <laughs> also, if you really want to go there, combine the two. Right. And you will go to another dimension. Um, yes, thank you, DJ Daniel. And also, one more tweet that I like uh, comes from, or no, two more tweets. First one is David Allen Greer, uh, the old Living Color cast member. He tweeted, um, it's all okay, Boomer, till you need help paying off your credit card. Mm, so true. But at the same time, my man, you fuck, bro. You know what I mean? Help me out. Um, and also, this other one uh, is from at John is Toasted. It says, there's a loud crash downstairs. Go check what that was, says my wife. I have a, I have a wife in this tweet. She's beautiful <laughs> and has lots of sex with me. On our wedding day, she kissed me because we are married. Okay, back to the tweet. So a guy comes up to our room and murders us. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I feel like Ben Shapiro could have tweeted that. <laughs> right. like, he basically right. tweets that every time he speaks. <laughs> Uh, some tweets I've been enjoying. Birds rights activist tweeted, I have a streaming service. Smiley face, smiley face. It my butt. Uh, Jesus <laughs> Nice tweeted, y'all arguing over Soul Train Awards, but don't want to train your soul for the Lord's Award. Heaven. Mm. Uh, and then Matt Hubbard tweeted, I will watch The Irishman as Martin Scorsese intended on an iPhone while hiding from my kids in the bathroom, broken up into 17 parts over two and a half weeks. <laughs> oh, that rings so Damn, so true. it's like that, huh? That's that's how it is, man. What's a show you've broken up Walkman. in secret? Or oh, Watchmen. Watchmen. Fun. Oh, I've been breaking <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah that, that uh, last episode I watched over five viewings. They're like, why does he bring three Bluetooth speakers in are the you bathroom? Try- are you trying to hide? 
No, no, it's when uh, like I'm sleeping time. on my kid's floor or like well, just like sitting there so they see me while they go to sleep. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of we're having a lot of sleep issues these days, guys. Uh, That's just gonna be burned into your kid's memory, like dad on the floor looking at, <laughs> at his phone. The yeah, glow yeah. of Doctor Manhattan's yeah. new blue body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just look He's around. Like a, and they only see that every time. Dick. They're like, oh, my, no, my dad was present. Yeah, yeah. No, was present oh yeah, he was there. Not a lot of contact hours though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's when I'm like hanging out with them. They're like, Daddy, look at me. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shut yeah, up. yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> the watchman's getting really. Draw good. a hydrogen atom on your forehead. We'll talk. <laughs> with the valence electrons. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Oh, man, we're riding out on a, a new track from uh, this producer um, that works on the show, uh, DJ Daniel, uh, who made the theme song for my new podcast, 420 Day Fiance. The beat, uh, just flavorful. Mm. You know, it's got little, uh, look, nice synth swells, some little vocal samples being distorted, uh, and just, you know, it just speaks to me. DJ Daniel, one half of Gladiator. Yeah, dude, if if y'all remember Gladiator, though, shout out to... That's DJ Daniel right there, dude. Beard Beater right there in the building. Um, so, yeah, please, uh, yeah, check out the show. But this beat is dope. And I was like, yo, let's show love and let y'all know uh, we only we only mess with the best stuff. That's right. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. That's going to do it for today. We will be back this afternoon. Oh, 20 day fiance. Fucking tight. America, America, America. America.